You're listening to the True You Podcast, where we talk about all things mind, body, and spirit, and living your best life. We'll be sharing wisdom from thought leaders and experts to help you rediscover the true you within. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. Hosted by Dr. Jamie Matthews and Nicole Whitehead, this is the True You Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the True You Podcast. I'm Dr. Jamie Matthews and I'm with Emil Steenville. He is a transformational coach and speaker and an emotional intelligence coach. Um, we had him uh, at the Elevate Retreat. He is the, one of the co-founders of the LA Elevate Retreat this week mm-hmm. uh, where we met and I had an amazing week. Um, I was privileged to be with you and uh, witnessed what kind of work you do and um, transforming people's lives right in front of us. And uh, yeah, it's you don't really know it's possible until you see it. No, it's yeah. Well, people don't realize how fast emotion can move. Yeah. Until they get to see it actually happening in real time. Yeah, and feel it. Yeah, feel it happening real real time because you know you can watch a video about it, but you know you've got no emotional connection. Yeah. But when you're in this in the room, mm. wow, yeah, it blows your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So. Um, I really want to know more about um, this, yeah, th- this emotional work you do. Um, is, I mean, I see it all the time with clients. You can see they're sort of holding on to a lot of, lot of baggage. Yeah. And they're just not, they're just not going there. They're sort of keeping it at a, at, you know, keeping things at a distance. Keeping you know, at bay. Yeah. yeah and. Yeah, how do, how do people get in touch with that? I mean, the biggest things these days is we're so used to being pleasured, instant gratification. We ask for it, we get it. Mm. We order it, it's there in two seconds. Yeah. So when it's uncomfortable and it's painful or it's not easy, we don't like to go towards it. Mm. In fact, we push it. We push it down, we suppress it, we move from it, we, we do it through alcohol, drugs, sex, anything but feeling that actual emotion, mm. right? And it comes down to you're a child, something happened to you, and you decided I never ever want to feel like that again. Mm. Because if I feel like that again, that is like the ultimate pain. Yeah. So we avoid it at all costs. Yeah. And then we go throughout our lives and then this is how we behave every time certain things like that trigger us. Mm. So once you're triggered, then the emotion hits and then you're like, oh my God, it's happening again. So that repeat mm. thing repeats again. And you already made an agreement that that's not good. Yeah. So, so many of us will push it back and, and push it to the side or ignore it or hide from it or pretend not to know it's there. Yeah. We're so good at pretending. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely. <laughs> and, it's, and it shows, and, and this is why what I do is when I'm coaching, especially when you saw on stage, I'm yeah. watching and I'm seeing where the energy is moving, mm. and it's really subtle. Yeah, and you'll see it because it's like they'll be trying to speak or they're not saying certain things and they're avoiding the whole scenario. And you saw it on stage. There were some people that were just kind of trying to go around in circles, mm. and then I had to keep bringing it back to that. Yeah, it was cool because you were. Re- it was almost like you could see through them, mm. and and they knew it. Yeah. 
you know, which made them more nervous. <laughs> yeah. Than they made it, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, yeah, man. It's um, and when you yeah, when when you feel that, you it actually yeah, it scares you more. Yeah, yeah, it really brings it to the surface. Because what happens if people fully see us? Yeah, exactly. what, what's going to happen? Our biggest fears, some of our biggest fears. If you can fully see me, mm. that means that you can see all of me. And if you can mm. see all of me, that makes me uncomfortable because I'm not wanting to show you all of me yet mm. because we wear these masks. Mm. So what if you can see me before I give you permission to see me? That makes me uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. so many of them were, even before the event even started, they were uncomfortable. They're like, I don't know what's going to come up. I don't know mm. what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to be brought to the surface because these are years, like 10, 20, mm. 30 years of suppression. Yeah. So, of course, it starts bubbling already before because there's uncertainty on the other side of that. Mm. So, it's, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And seeing how, um, like you're talking about the mask, mm. you walk, people are walking in with their identities, yeah. who they think they are. Yeah. And then when that's gone how much lighter and happier people look yeah but yeah and exactly what you're saying before they can even remove the mask and realize that on the other side of that is the freedom Mm. they have to fully accept what they don't like what they've been hiding what the shame is what the guilt is what they've been avoiding Mm. only when you accept it then you can embrace it Mm. it's like having a child in front of you and saying for 20 years you're not worthy don't speak shush not now I'm too busy I don't have time mm. no one will listen to you right this is the shit we say mm. to ourselves on a daily basis yeah. but imagine a child and it's copying that on a consistent basis and then they're, then they're thinking no one will ever listen to me no yeah. so then they show up as that yeah. but they put a mask over it and pretend like I've got my shit together I'm cool whatever mm. I'm going to show up like this because yeah. this is how I survive mm. But ultimately, every time I've ignored that child, it starts to speak louder. Its voice gets louder, it gets noisier, to the point where you can't ignore it. Mm. And then people come in and they're like, I need to sort this out. So only when they embrace the child, and they nurture it, and they listen to it, and they stop judging it, Mm. this is when they can pull the mask off, because they've fully accepted the wound, and the wounded child, Now imagine you fully and everyone here like watching like or listening imagine you accept everything about yourself that you didn't like and everything that you did like mm. what would be stopping you there yeah, nothing absolutely nothing yeah because you would not go I can't do that because of this mm. I wouldn't have fear of rejection because of this mm. I wouldn't I would put myself out there because I'm not afraid to fail or mm. I'm not afraid of success and I would try things and I would learn from it instead of try things and fail and then judge myself for it. Yeah. Which so many of us do, including myself. Yeah. Like yeah. I, was, I was a huge perfectionist. Mm. And this is why I recognize the inner recovering perfectionist in yourself. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah so, definitely, definitely. You know, and wanting to get it right and perfect uh-huh. every single time because we get praise and we get validation. Yeah. So how do, you're saying you gotta accept it. Hmm. It's kind of like so. Almost sounds like it's easier said than done. Yeah. Like how do you, how do people ex- really accept it? Well, first they've got to identify. First is self awareness. Yeah. Unless you're aware about what you've been hiding and avoiding, pretending not to know, you're never ever going to transform it. 
Mm. Right? So you can't bypass it. You can't just go, oh, I'm positive now. I just think positive thoughts. I'm mm. positive affirmation. It's, it's all BS. Yeah. Right? You have to really understand your dark side and the side that's trying to express and the side that's trying to show up and be seen. And you have to ask yourself, what is it that I'm looking for? What am I here to fill? Mm. What's the gap? Mm. Now, I visualize like this. Imagine I've got a bunch of sores all over my body. And this is the I'm not good enough store. This is the I'm not smart enough. This is the um, no one ever likes me. Mm. No one ever sees me. I'm a burden. Um, no one will ever date me. You know, just all these stories, yeah. right? Yeah. Now imagine I've got all these and they're hidden. But I just come in and I, I walk around and I pretend like I'm all good. And I'm hiding these stories. Now, unless I actually nurture it and I give it love and I give it acceptance and I acknowledge that it's there and I admit it. Yeah. Only then I can start working on ways to transform it. And how do you transform it? By actions. Whether that's doing the opposite of what you would do every time that fear comes up because that gets triggered. Acknowledging it. Like I said, acknowledging a child. Just say the little child's in front of the you, you acknowledge it. Mm, yeah. You say it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. How would I talk to that child? Mm. Versus talking shit to yourself, mm. beating yourself up, mm. making yourself wrong, and holding on to shame and guilt from like years. Mm. And every time you do that, all you're doing is dragging your past into your present, and that's creating your future. Yep. And you're basically reliving the trauma that you went through. So, how do you fully accept it? You have to actually acknowledge it nurture it and ask yourself how else can I nurture this how would I talk to myself mm. if I really supported myself how would I talk to a child if it fell over if it made a mistake yeah. that's the best way because I get you to separate yourself from it and then go you wouldn't talk to yourself like that would you yeah like remember Chris you know in the, in the event yeah yeah Chris you know Chris had a problem with his weight yeah he would talk so badly to his body and beat it up every single time. Mm. And all that would do was make his journey even harder. Ultimately, he wants to be fit and healthy. But when you're talking shit to your body consistently, mm. it's as bad as eating bad food, mm. right? You can eat the healthiest food, but if you're talking shit to yourself, it's as eating McDonald's. Mm. And he, for years, he's been doing that. And only when he fully acknowledged, like, I've got this problem that I've hated my body for years. Now he can take responsibility for what he's been saying. And responsibility is just being able to respond to a situation. So now that I'm able to respond to a situation, I have choice. Mm -hmm. But every time I'm blaming myself or other people for circumstances, like I have a shit body and I blame myself. It's so stupid. I can't believe it. It's fat. It's this. And call it names. Then I'm staying stuck. Mm. Yeah. Right? So the moment he released that, you saw him on the last day at the waterfall. This dude hasn't taken his top off for 25 years. Wow. And the moment he admitted that he has a, an issue with his body, that he hates his body, the moment he actually peeled the first layer off, which is took his t-shirt off, which is massive, and he walked towards the waterfall and he threw his t-shirt into the waterfall. And he was seen for the first time in 25 years. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, you didn't know that? I, 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 didn't, oh, know know the 20, I didn't know the 25 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he hasn't taken his dog off for a long time. 
with wow. people. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the on the um, like the image the weight thing, um, people are usually ex- ex- blaming it on diets or mm. what I need to do. Do I need exercise? It's all the the things to do, and um, not realizing there's a, the mind is what's creating all that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It yeah. all comes from the mind, but it all comes down ultimately from the subconscious. Yeah. That's been programmed into our subconscious. And literally, like, this is the thing. You can know, like, we all know what we need to do is 10% conscious, 90% mm. subconscious. Mm. So it's really about, like, putting yourself in circumstances where you don't have control. Mm. And this is what we do at our event. We make, you know, you saw it. We put you in scenarios where you don't have control, and then organically, whatever shows up, I'm like, oh, that's it. There yep. it is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right. Um, I had an epiphany a couple of days ago. Mm. I was thinking um, about praying. Yeah. And I was I realized that when you're praying, you're you're sending out a message. Um, it's like that your inner voice is sort of saying what you what you would like, right? Mm. And then I realized, actually, that's the same inner voice that we walk around with every day. Yeah. We're actually praying in every moment yeah. with our beliefs and our thoughts. Mm. It's like a signal. Yeah. Mm. And if you're constantly praying, you're, you're going to get what you're praying for, mm. <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great because now you're just starting to realize the power yeah. of your thoughts, your feelings, yeah. and your emotions. Yeah. And when you realize that we have 60,000 thoughts a day, like the praying is a conscious effort to go, this is what I'm, what I'm asking for. It's like the same thing. We look at it behind us. It's this big painting. Now, we all started off as a blank canvas. And the more I create, the more I speak it into existence. And the more I follow through, the more I believe my word. And my word becomes my world. So every time I say I'm going to do this and I'm going to follow through with this and I create it and I believe myself more and more and then I start to believe in what I'm asking for mm-hmm. even more. And then it becomes a game, a game of life where you're like, what else do I want to create? Where do I want to live? What kind of people do I want to mm-hmm. surround myself with? Because yeah. you start to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. When you start to trust yourself, that's when you, be, you develop that inner confidence. Mm-hmm. And I say inner because it's not from external but it's from internal because it came from me and from my values and from my ideas and I followed through with it mm. not because when I get this then I'm going to be happy yeah which we all do yeah I just you just reminded me of you know thinking of the canvas mm. when that canvas does get wiped yeah and then you're in the state of oh my gosh I can create anything yeah like when I first felt that I was like this is uncomfortable like what do you mean I'm just allowed to create anything because I don't have my rules in place that I had before and why is it uncomfortable it was uncomfortable because I suppose there, yeah I guess there was another thought in the background that was like no you can't do that you can't have exactly what you want that's why it's uncomfortable yeah because deep down the subconscious says who are you to have everything yeah. you want yeah you have to either work really hard yeah you have to know more people it can't be this easy mm. you hear that yeah it definitely. can't be this easy because <laughs> what if it is then what am I going to strive for because you strive your whole life yeah strive for greatness gotta get higher gotta get higher gotta get higher right 
So the story is that I have to feel pain in order and go through it in order to mm. have success. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like um, it's an achievement to get over the big challenges as well. It's almost like an adrenaline rush. Eh? Yeah, because you know? it's a challenge. It's yeah. like no, you don't want it easy, but yeah. it's also going okay. What happens if I did do this part easily and effortlessly? How much more people could I really serve then? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because ultimately, I have the same story of like I used to think I have to work harder to earn more money. I have to put in more hours, more time. You know, and ultimately, it's like we all have the same amount of time in a day. It's what am I prioritizing? Mm. What are my distractions? What am I focusing on? Is this fully in alignment with my vision and where I'm going? Because if I'm fully in alignment, I never run out of time because I trust that I'm going to do what I need to do when I need to do it. So you see what I'm saying? It's like when I feel like I'm not in alignment, then I'm always going, oh my God, I don't have enough time. And those people that always say, I don't have enough time, are always in lack. Yeah. They always come from scarcity. They always come from chaos. There's nothing structured. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting sway. Yeah, yeah. And Bali's a really good teacher for going with the flow, eh? Mm. It can be, and it can also be at your detriment, though. Really? Bali is one of those places I've been here four years and it'll give you exactly what you want and it'll come real fast yeah I like it's like a portal portal for manifestation on yes. steroids absolutely honestly it's, absolutely. you think of something and boom yep. next day you're meeting the right person or something yeah. and this is why so, you've got to be super specific about what yeah. you're wanting to create yeah because it will come really fast like Bali is one of those places where they're called the, uh, the, the island of the gods and it's you know you we've got like you see the statue out there is Hanuman and then you've got um, out there there's another statue out there but they literally do the prayers every day like at least four or five times a day and their culture is so heavily in, in prayer and, mm. and the offerings and, yeah, offerings, yeah. and what you've got to realise is that there's a lot of dark here and there's a lot of light and if you want to go and party and it's you'll find the parties and it's crazy and it's a lot of that and if you want to go into the light and you go into the yoga and aesthetic dance and this and that you'll find that too yeah so it's really about being specific about where I'm getting pulled into my attention because it, it is one of those islands where people come and they're like oh my god this is amazing the restaurants the food you can dance any time of the week but in order for me personally I have to be disciplined and structured mm. because if I'm not, I'm going to get pulled into everybody else's energy. Yeah. A lot of distractions. Yeah. A lot of Super. Yeah. And if you're not disciplined in that space, yeah. you will be doing the same thing you did back home. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, coming over for this uh, event, I actually gave up drinking. Did you? Um, well, actually, yeah. About three weeks ago, three, yeah. four weeks ago. Mm. And then, you know, you come to Bali and you just know, oh, I just want to party yeah. and you know, everyone's happy and um, everyone else is drinking and yeah. whatever. And the weather. And, you know, while you're in Bali, you might as yeah. well, you know, there's just all these things going through my yeah. mind and then, but then, um, we talked about being the sheep or the lion. Yep. And the lion is going towards the vision that I want. Mm. And I can see that if I'm drinking, it's going to take me away. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me further away from where I want to be. So, um, yeah, I decided not to. Yeah. And, 
Is that the first great. time you've done that? Yeah, especially on a on a trip like this. Yeah. How did you feel in the last night when everyone was drinking? Actually okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was proud of myself actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's different for me. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people it is different because it's out of your comfort zone of what you normally are used to. Yeah. So it's like now that you're aware of that, now mm. it's like it's not just enough to be aware of it. It's not. Mm. It's like reading a book. You can't just read the book mm. and be like, "Cool." It's like, how do I implement it? How do I practice it? Mm. And that's the key to changing any behavior. It's like, how do I practice this behavior from now on? Mm. What are all the ways I could practice this? And when you make a list, then it's like, "Well, I'm gonna start." You're starting to build your confidence in yourself mm. through temptation. So now you did that once. It's like, "Cool, I'm gonna do this again." and mm. challenge yourself to do it in another environment but you do it with friends that you know the drink yeah right and you notice and you notice the thoughts yeah feelings that are coming yeah. up and you notice it versus this is the decision I've made mm. this is what I'm going to follow through with mm. and the reason being is because I'm going here yeah this is what I'm creating yeah and it actually was easy like once I had that vision in place mm. it was just like oh no brainer yeah, you know so me in the past I would have felt like I was like the FOMO thing you fear yeah. of missing out and, yeah. oh man I, you know, I should go because of that, that and so um, yeah. It's, yeah it's been a great great thing getting all these tools yeah. to, to, to shape that yeah I'm pretty sure I'm going back I'm going back to New Zealand a different person than I came absolutely you know? absolutely you would have shed so many layers yeah and this is the thing about the events and is you're coming into an environment that you're not used to yeah and you're mixing with no you like you didn't know anyone. i didn't know anyone yeah, yeah which is perfect mm. because you got to really experience and allow yourself to be seen in a different way the hardest thing is when you go back when people know you mm. and they're expecting you to be the same jamie yeah and you need to redefine who that is yeah before they do mm. because they're going to want to treat you the same as your old jamie yeah well we used to always do this and we used to always do this so what's the difference you've changed yeah right and some of the biggest fears that people have will have is that the people that they love won't accept them oh yeah going back yes. yeah and the people like it could be your parents it could be your partner it could be your children and that's some of the hardest things why, why people will go back into their behavior is because if I change and if I grow mm. if I go to another level will they still yeah. accept me which we've always wanted and possibly a fear of losing yes. someone yeah. yeah and that's part of leadership too mm. you know some people are going to fall off and we start vibrating in certain ways and if our friends are still not doing that unfortunately it, it without you even saying it it dissipates it falls off yeah hmm. or there's a rebalancing yeah yeah or they see it and they say they see yeah, exactly or they see your being yeah. through your behavior and there's a ripple effect. Yeah. And they say, I want that. Mm. But not through you telling. No. Right? Remember I was saying, I was like, so many of you guys will go back and you start vomiting all your new tools and shit. Yeah. All the people <laughs> it's you love. overwhelming. Like, it? you need to do this and this is what I learned. <laughs> da, 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 da. And they're going to be like, oh my God, this dude's like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to this guy? Yeah. You on drugs? <laughs> yeah. Is this a cult? It's not a cult. <laughs> yeah I've been like there before doing landmark and stuff yeah. come back and you're just overly excited yeah um, 
I feel differently this time. Mm. I feel more relaxed. Yeah. You know. So I, I have no idea what it's mm. gonna be like, but it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what you create. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, tell me more about your your coaching stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm an emotional intelligence coach and mm. transformational speaker. And the reason why I chose emotional intelligence is because, quite frankly, I was shit at expressing, connecting. Um, sure. I, I didn't know, understand my emotions. And that was because I had a father that didn't express his emotions. I never heard him say, I love you to my mother. Mm. And for years, people were expressing, like, hey, I love you, even to a friend of mine. And mm. I couldn't receive it. And I was always like, why does this feel weird? Mm. And it wasn't until I did um, a self-development course where I realized I had a problem with love. And even with my girlfriend at the time, you know, I remember one of the participants saying, I was saying, I really want my girlfriend to come and do it. And she, he's like, do you love her? And I said, mm-hmm. He's like, what do you mean you don't know? And I couldn't answer it. And that went, that's when it occurred to me that I really couldn't express love or receive it or even understand it mm. and I made love mean that if I loved you that that was like you were my everything yeah and I mean like I liked you a whole lot yeah it was like that was probably mine yeah similar to me as yeah. well yeah and I would do anything and I would sacrifice myself for you yeah right which is just a bullshit idea of what love is right mm. and love comes in so many different forms and, and what I realized is that I would hold back I wouldn't express even when I was with someone and I was like oh my god like just say it was a girl and she's beautiful and I, I thought it I wouldn't say it because mm. if I became vulnerable and I said something and she didn't acknowledge it or was it, didn't say anything back then that means that I wasn't enough yeah because I had a story I wasn't enough so when I started getting really clear about this is, is when I started diving deeper into emotional intelligence and realize it's the core to everything when you understand your thoughts feelings and emotions you are able to connect with yourself on a deeper level you are able then to mirror that back into the world Mm -hmm. and you show up as a different person in full trust of yourself Mm -hmm. and when you can do that and you have no fear of judgment or don't care what people think you're free and that's why I do what I do and Ultimately, it's like, I love seeing people come in and think this is who they are. And, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then we transform them, transform them to the point where they're like, oh my God, I'm not that person. And I've been living this lie because I thought this is what I had to do. And we break down these barriers and these beliefs. And you saw it at the event. There was women that didn't trust men that were like, I can now trust men. Mm. There was guy like yourself even like I can now express love yeah you know to my partner and my child mm. right and my stepson yeah you know but ultimately you were rejecting that love yeah right yeah. and that was huge and ultimately Massive. it's like imagine the impact on the relationship you're going to have now because you saw that little boy in you mm. I didn't really know what love was like it was just a word before yeah you know, mm. I mean, I I had sort of had snippets of it, yeah. But now I really understand how you can take love and have it in your business, in your life, in any anything you do, mm. and have that be the foundation. Yeah, yeah, and hence why this podcast I had to, I had to change it all up because I just had the wrong energy before. Yeah. 
and now this is coming from love and service mm. and helping people to hear these messages yeah so they can live their true selves yeah underneath all that bullshit and that's because you've gone through it now yeah, yeah. but if we're trying to keep it looking good and keep it perfect yeah then we don't connect to people like perfectionism is the fastest way to disconnect from who you're trying to connect to vulnerability trumps it any day mm. and when I'm vulnerable and I'm actually admitting like where my faults are and where, where I've stuffed up and how I've shown up then you see someone that's like human and ultimately we're all human beings we just want to be seen heard and understood and we want to be loved yeah. so imagine that every day we're like you know what I'm not perfect but you know what I'm doing my best Yeah. and because of that I don't have to prove to you because I'm proving to myself that I'm worthy of it and how would I show up differently versus I'm trying to keep it looking good mm. keep it tight keep it bright mm. you know and it's like yeah. ultimately this is probably why you changed it changed the name of your podcast mm. yeah so I still definitely need to work on this more but um, mm. yeah great I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at right now yeah <laughs> well is there anything else uh, burning on, on your mind that you want to share or no, I mean, ultimately, I think if, I mean, what can I say? Besides understanding you, if you want to go deeper, you've got to connect to yourself, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. And we've got to start by, stop bypassing it and pretending like it's okay. Yeah. And understand that every single emotion that you're experiencing is necessary. Yeah. You know, and not to make it wrong if you're angry make it wrong if you feel guilt or shame you know these are these are emotions that will rot you from the inside out mm. and this is why people are leaving so free now is because they've actually come to terms that they've been holding to guilt or shame or hurt or sadness or anger for 15 20 years mm. and this is why you saw their faces shifting like as soon as they left they were like it's like they dropped weight <laughs> yeah it is literally yeah. right they look lighter yeah and that's what it's about it's ultimately this is what it's about it's about getting people to understand that they don't need to hold on to this anymore yeah and then when they're open that's where the canvas is really clean to be able to go what do I want to create who do I need to become now not in 10 years and how am I going to practice this so Man, I'm I'm still kind of coming down just from the event because yeah. uh, it was a full-on experience, yeah. right? It's four days of holding space, and yeah, and now it's like really time for me to reflect as well and really go in and what I learned. And I'm always learning every single event, mm. and I'm always checking in and going, okay, what did I learn from this? How could I have showed up in a better way in this part? And, and each event, each speaking gig is always getting better mm. because I'm focusing on service and support not help and through that it's like where do I want to take this now just like I'm challenging you guys like where are you going to take this now I need to challenge myself where am I going next yeah what's your vision for um, the world and emotional intelligence my vision is to support hundreds of thousands if not millions more and I want to be speaking on more stages yeah um, I'm building my brand out even more now yeah, you know who's Emil Steenbelt as an emotional intelligence coach and thought leader and transformational speaker, and really in a way where it's in alignment with me, 
I'm never comparing with anybody any other coaches yeah, it's always about like mm. am I in line with myself yeah. and, and, and what lights me up and yeah. even after every, every single event I ask myself does this still light me up am I still in alignment with this even though it feels so good True. and yeah. the reason being is because we can get so caught up in the, the high emotions Yeah. and this is why I'm saying we don't make decisions when we're in emotional Yeah. because you're either going to make a great one or a poor one based on <laughs> how you're feeling <laughs> through pure reaction cool so for me I'm this is where I'm going next I'm going to be speaking more you'll start to see more of my stuff coming out I'm actually launching my own podcast too yeah nice but it's going to be where I'm actually coaching people on say we're having a coaching session yeah yeah and I'm doing live transformation whoa that's going to be powerful yeah so <laughs> that's to differentiate like you, you go check in it's like why are you going to be different from everybody else yeah. what's your genius yeah you know, and find <laughs> it in yourself I'm really excited to see that yeah, yeah. So, that's where I'm looking at going next year. Yeah. Awesome. So, how can people get in contact with you for the podcast and, and what you're doing, um, coaching? And they can find me on Instagram at yep. Emil Steenveld. Doc, oh, just Emil Steenveld on Instagram, and then go to my website www.emilsteenveld.com. Perfect. Yeah. I hope we see another elevate. Yeah, man. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we I haven't promised anything. We're, we're yeah. looking at ways yeah. of how we can create it. You know, we'll probably if we do it, it will be once a year. Yeah. Um, we did twice a year this time, and it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And a lot of you know preparation to go into that. So, again, that's what I'm saying. You have to be, like, ultimately, mm-hmm. I didn't sign up to this to do, to be an event manager. I signed yeah. up to be a coach and speaker. And I obviously you saw I love coaching and speaking, mm. so I'm like, how do I do that more? Yeah. Right. So we're looking at ways of how we get more more of a team in. Yeah. You know. So, so ideally, you just you're just walking in and doing what you're good yes. at, and all the other stuff taken care of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Thanks man. so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks, brother. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to subscribe if you want to hear more or head to our YouTube channel for more content. For more information, check out our website, trueyouinternational.com.